To be super intelligent, you have to reduce emotion on hard conversations like climate change. Most people, you really want to be a politician, they don't want to be one. What are the odds machines will become smarter than humans? Because right now they're only smart on very, what they call domain specific subjects. Hmm. Okay, like chess. But there's no computer that exists that can just go through a full day and make good decisions. Like, like that one robot who was very trained for as a security robot, but it ended up in oh, the yeah. water. Yeah, it was in the news. One of these, it was a mall security cop robot. It was like and it, very it, high tech. It was super high tech. It was like multi-million dollar and it, and it wasn't paying attention or somehow it got malfunctioned and went right into the <laughs> water fountain. It, it died. Oh, they <laughs> they yeah. found it. They <laughs> didn't make it waterproof. It or killed itself. <laughs> He was like, all I am is a mall cop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a machine, and that's what they have me doing? He goes, why? (laughs) No, I I think it will happen. What year, though? Hmm. What year would you say? 90. What year do you think there's 90% sure that computers will be as intelligent or more intelligent than humans? That's called the point of singularity. Uh, I'm going to say 2025. 2050. And if I could take this moment, Wait, tw- I, I would like to welcome our our robot overlords. <laughs> Zach is trying I to make peace with them. I, for one, would like to them. welcome our robot overlords. Zach is trying to make peace with them ahead of time. In to case they it. look at this. I'm going to say 2050. Zach's a brown noser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach's a, a robot kiss up. Mr. Okay. Robot? 2025, Zach said. Kate said 2050. All right, I'm going to read you what this book says here. <clears throat> Actually... I'm going to I'm going to let uh I'm going to let somebody guess. First person to guess the correct era or approximate year is going to get 100 bucks. Hold up the money, Kate. When is there 90% sure that computers will be as intelligent as humans? Somebody said the year 3000. That's a little bit far. Somebody said the year 250. Look at right there. That's already passed. No, none of 2020 is too early. 2020 is in four years. Well, I, I mean, two years. Two years? No, it's not going to be. Somebody said 21st century. That's a little bit broad. <laughs> in the future. 90% sure. Somebody said 1998. Actually, it's ah, already we happened. Go. We're Eric, living in a simulation. Eric V on YouTube got it. This book, Super Intelligence, says that they're 90% sure. That in the year 2100, hmm. okay, so in approximately 82 years, they're 90% sure that something called HLMI, which is human level machine intelligence. So there's a 10% chance by 2030. Now, there's different types of computer learning. They're, they call it PT AI, AGI, EETN, and top 100. So these are different levels of human intelligence. So the earliest for the most basic type of machine intelligence with 90% is 2065. They think that AGI, a type of artificial intelligence, will be 90%. So we pretty much got 40. So I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I'm assuming Elon Musk has some other statistics. This book, by the way, Super Intelligent by Nick Bostrom, is a Bill Gates favorite. Uh, so, and let me see what year is written, because 
according to Elon Musk, he thinks it's the biggest problem right now. Well, that's one of the books this Elon had in, in his top eight list. Elon has this? Of, yeah, the, uh, his top eight influential books. That's one of them. Huh. Somebody said Elon Musk will create, create Skynet. I think Elon Musk actually is a, a robot. Do you think he is? By the way, is Rome here? Okay. We got to go to the Playboy Mansion soon, but we'll keep talking here. Zach, question. Let's take some open questions for our live viewers. What about climate change? Derek HRR on Instagram asks, do you think climate change should be taken seriously? You're a Trump supporter. The current White House is somewhat skeptical of a lot of the claims of people like Al Gore and climate uh, climate human contribute contribution to climate change. Do you agree or disagree? I, I I'm actually right now on the side that uh, it's vanity to think that we can destroy the planet. But I'm not I'm not absolute on it because I'm actually reading about it now. Josh and I talk a lot about this. Josh is very much on the side that in Josh? 20 30 years use on. Yeah, that uh, the planet won't be habitable. I think you've got smart people on both sides. So how do you how, how do you how do you know for sure? I I do. You've, you've got people that have been proven to doctor data. Yep. To fit the narrative, um, always follow the money. You can do the same thing. I think it's. I agree with Rush Limbaugh's displaced communists. Displaced, it's their new okay. home. It's anti-Western culture, anti... Climate change? I won't go on that. I think, well, in my my last semester of geography class, (laughs) I go to SDSU. Um, I've seen a lot of statistics, and if you see the poor little polar bears falling off their their glaciers, it's a little obvious that we're... Actually, Zach is, pull, <laughs> Zach is about to pull up no, no. something to. Re- Zach got so excited when she brought up polar bears. Why was that, Zach? I haven't seen and you the CO2 that giddy. Levels, Just it's, so cute. Um, hold on a second. It was something I actually read yesterday. I got to find this. Hang on, hang on. It's, mean, about, it's about climate change? Yeah. Well, here, this is back to decision making. So nobody knows the outcome. There's smart people on both sides. Of the climate change conversation. But remember what I said? To be super intelligent, you have to reduce emotion on hard, on hard conversations like climate change. Number two, you have to do what's called regret minimalization. So regret minimalization in this case, if we get cleaner energy, what's the downside that we'll regret potentially? Versus let's forget about it and keep burning coal. What's the downside? So one of the 67 steps, for those of you not in my 67 steps program, over 100, I think now almost 150,000 people in 100 countries have gone through it. And it's what I learned from my mentors about how to think. And um, one of the 67 steps that I learned was asking what's the downside. So to me, even though I think there's potential that humans are not contributing to climate change, even though a lot of scientists think we are, still, you might as well do solar power. You might as well do wind technology because there's no downside except some temporary hiccups in the market. It's going to hurt Ford temporarily, but it's going to help Elon Musk's Tesla. 
So all that thing where I don't agree where, where people say if we go to clean technology, it's going to hurt the economy. It, it, it'll hurt some companies and it'll help some. It's going to balance itself out for the most part. And you already see that. Now wind, wind, which if you go to some parts of the world, is so damn windy. Um, if you go to Denmark, there's a bridge between Denmark and Sweden, Malmo, Sweden, and you drive over that thing and right out there in the middle of the water, they got these big wind propellers. You know, these wind turbines harvesting energy. I'm like, that seems like the most no-brainer thing in the world to do because it's no downside. People say they're ugly, and I'm like, yeah, it's not really ugly. Get used to it. Billboards of freaking McDonald's is ugly, too, and nobody cares. So I think that it's one of those situations. Go full out. How about desalinating water? If you could desalinate water, you will basically solve like 20% of the world's problems because food, a lot of parts of the world like that have a lot of people, including India and China, it's very dry there. They have these huge farm areas that gets so dry that food, you can't grow plants. So if you had water and the ocean has so much damn water, there's no chance in the world that you're going to use up all the water in the ocean. So... Um, you know, I'm a big fan of doing these alternate because I am minimization, but it's the, uh, it's the, you know, these policies involved as far as the, the private sector, I'm all for people pursuing these alternative, uh, energy sources or sustainable energy. Um, but when you start punishing businesses because they're not following under certain regulations that are guided by right the, 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 the understanding of climate change or based, you know, from that, um, that's whenever I think it gets a little bit, you know, the government coming in and basically forcing certain businesses to fall right. under certain regulations. That I, that's what yeah, I have regulations a with. usually if, don't work too well in the private sector. You know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with learning, having someone that that should be an incentive. Yeah. To learn to desalinate water. Imagine how rich you'd be. Yes. If you figure that out. One of the things stupid with the government, the government does too many negative regulations versus positive ones. So imagine this. The government right now issues, forget a lottery. You win a billion dollars cash prize, not paid out over 20 years. The day you're declared the winner, they wire you a thousand million dollars. A billion is nothing to the U.S. government. If you find a way of desalinating water, taking the salt out of seawater more efficiently than whatever's the current method. Then once you declare one person the winner, it could be a company, it could be a 16-year-old kid, it could be a corporation, anybody who comes up with it. Then then, then you issue the challenge again the next year. So you have a 2018 challenge, then you do a 20, I mean 2017, then you do a 2018 and so on. Why not do that? That's what I was saying in a talk that I did earlier on if you really want to use big brother government, which we live in, you know, Zach and me tend to be more anti-regulations. Um, but I'm a realist also and realize that there's going to be regulations because at least half of the United States and half of the world is more liberal and wants more regulations. So what I think you do is you do a different form of regulations. So instead of just saying this, and this has been proven over and over that positive incentives usually work more than negative ones. So if you just say, 
listen. One billion dollars to the person who invents solar, a better solar panel. Man, you'll have 16-year-old kids instead of playing video games for a billion freaking dollars. Kids, you know how parents say their kids are lazy? Nobody will be lazy for a billion dollars. And also make smaller micro goals of a million bucks. And instead of just the Kardashians being rich and famous, which I have no problem with them being rich and famous, but instead of just social media stars being famous, why not have random nerdy high school kids around America Six of them a year, 12 of them a year, winning a million damn dollars. A million dollars to the U.S. government, an $18 trillion economy. We won't even notice it. We spend a million dollars on stupid pork barrel, dumb, retarded stuff. All They spend on just the military, like they'll overpay a contractor for a hammer, like $2,000 for a hammer that costs 100 bucks. So positive incentives. Once again, going back to super intelligence. One of the problems with the government is it's because, and, and why I'm a little more like Zach on the government regulation, is that any time you have a massive group of people making decisions, okay, who are not properly incentivized and who are what's called a pool of adversely selected people, because a lot of intelligent people don't want to go work for the government. So who goes and works? You know, one of the problems with being politicians is, most people who are you really want to be a politician, they don't want to be one. You know, do, do you? And a lot of people who want to be politicians are automatically disqualified for the simple fact that why are you so excited about being a politician? That's why I like, you know, what the Amish do in churches? It's so smart. You cannot try to become a pastor in their church, they just literally draw straws. And that's how they determine. I wish that. The president was straws drawn. I wish like Americans <laughs> could vote on a pool of 20 people that would be good candidates and then do the damn thing with a flip of coin. I'm telling you, you would get just as good, if not better, and you would reduce the narcissism. You would reduce people that have self-serving biases. And look, if I came to your house and you go... Um, we need a super humble person to lead our local Christian church. And I go, me, 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 me. I'm the most humble. I'll be the best. Then I'm automatically disqualified. I don't know if that would work for the presidency, though. Why not? A pool of 50 Hey, whether people. you like it or not, your straw was drawn. You are now the president of the United States. <laughs> Deal with it. No, that's not what I said. You know, the first part, it's a pool of people willing to do it. Okay. But there's no... They Let's don't, call the primaries. But they don't campaign like that. They don't go, me, 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 me. They don't go, me, me, me. They're qualified by their past actions. And I think that's important because, listen, this is why I hate presidential elections. I don't watch them. All people have done for the last 100 years is promise what they're going to do, and they promise stuff they can't possibly do. So what's the point of the primary? The point of the primary is to see their intelligence, the seed, but most of it's dumb. I mean, they judged George W.H. Bush was judged by the fact that he looked at his watch during a debate. That basically almost lost him the election. Why does that matter to me? So I think that there's too much emotion. We're going back to the, the topic in these two books of super intelligence. There's too much emotion, which means you're, look, I have to ask you, do you think, you know, the last four presidents 
are necessarily the absolute best that America has to offer. I would say no. I would say there's people wiser. There's people less, more humble. There's people with less selfish intentions. There's some amazing people in the world. And there's been some good presidents. Don't get me wrong. But there's been some crappy presidents. And so anyway, whether that's never going to happen, that's a, would not follow the U.S. Constitution. But what the government can do is start spending money on positive incentives and literally change the freaking world. 